Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from Jason and Alexis in the Morning on My Talk 1071, Garage Logic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. Uh, when Don gets a job in Hollywood and leaves us, we're shutting this show down because oh. uh, it's not. <laughs> oh, I don't know how not. that's going to happen, but. I did not enjoy uh, doing last week's show, but in, uh, and I do want to talk about last week's show with you, Don. But I want to back up a few weeks ago when we were talking about uh, man-made disasters that, that were going to send us running, hightailing it to the woods. What did we have? We had nuclear war. We had EMTs, the EMTs, EMPs. Um, we had a few other scenarios that were going to send us uh, packing with our bug out bags. And this week, I discovered another one that we missed. Uh, and evidently, it had something to do with the sun. A major eruption on the far side of the sun um, created one of the largest coronal mass ejections in years. Uh, with a, an eruption of this magnitude, the Earth dodged a bullet, uh, according to a guy named Jim Todd, the director of space science education in Oregon. We saw, saw a large coronal mass ejection, which is a major storm on the sun. It happened on the far side, which is awfully good because it was enormous. Now, my studies and what I read here, evidently this wouldn't necessarily harm, do bodily harm. It wouldn't wreck buildings. But it happened in 1859. It was called the Carrington Event, and it caused, it knocked out all the telegraphs. Oh, wow. That's a really, really yeah. big blast. Yeah. And with today's technology, it could be catastrophic and potentially shut off most forms of electronic communication, which I guess that could still affect the power grid, right? Oh. Yeah. You, yeah. Sure, certainly. Essentially. Yeah. Uh, and, and this guy goes on to say it could very very easily have knocked out some of the satellites, the power grid, cell phones, the list goes on and on and on. We would be more vulnerable now with the digital technology that we've all come to love and use. So it's not bad enough that we're worried about uh, this insane commie trying to take over the world and threatening to blow up the entire world. Um, we also have to worry about the sun trying to kill us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and That's... speaking of the sun, did you listen last week, Don? I did. What do you think of oh, Mua Mua? I think that that is an alien craft. Do you? Oh, yeah. I mean, he he knew what he was talking about. That was a great interview. Uh, and I love how he just trashed all the other scientists <laughs> and the other people it. out there, like, saying what it was and just, just going, oh, it's just this and that. But he had an answer for every single thing. I don't understand the closed mind approach in the scientific community right so to speak why why do they need why does there have to be an explanation for everything why can't they just <laughs> think way outside of the box it's and because then, they want to be the smartest guy in the room and they feel threatened if they're not and so it closes them off going i know i know because they're in fear that somebody else is smarter than them so did you hear us talking about the fermi paradox yes and that's basically, Fermi said, I think it was in the mid-50s, um, that if alien life exists, how come it hasn't visited us? And I think the most interesting thing about that is the discussions that have been uh, held in the papers that have been written since then 
talking about alien life. Um, because the Fermi paradox just opened a, up a wonderful, wonderful debate among the high-minded, really smart, intelligent professors and and whatnot, talking about why um, aliens may or may not have visited us. Which brings us to this week. And if you remember last week, if you listened, I talked about a, a guy, a musician in Minneapolis, who claims to have been visited. Oh, that's right. And abducted by aliens many, many times. Do you buy that? Yes. Do you know anybody that has claimed this? Uh... Mm, not personally, but I've interviewed people. You have? Mm-hmm. And, and they, they are 100% believable. Like they have PTSD. They, you know, they're very serious about it, you know? So I, I, I do believe it. I believe that i don't know i i feel like they're already here yeah and we live in a multi-dimensional universe yeah that there are other dimensions that we can't i that's where the ghosts are too they're right here but it's just in another dimension so there's old alternate dimensions with beings that live there that are not necessarily ghosts, but alien or interdimensional beings. So that brings us to today. And I didn't tell either one of you two about this guest that I booked because I didn't know that we were going to be able to get a hold of him because the process of getting this guest was a little different than usual. It was a local here, uh, a, a gal named Bonnie Roos, who knows a guy who knows a guy. Oh, great. And the guy uh, she knows doesn't have a phone. And didn't know if the guy that uh, and, and the guy she knows is Gigi, and he's he's a different sort of character. He uh, he'll ride into town two three times a, a, a year on his an old Yamaha motorcycle from the seventies. Oh, cool! And he's, he pulls a homemade trailer that looks like a horse chariot, <laughs> and he loads it up with supplies and goes back up to the hills. But he knows a guy named Nick. And I know that Nick lives in Otter Tail or Grant County, so Bonnie said she was going to try to get a hold of Nick. And it looks like, uh, were you just on the phone, Ross? We do have Nick. So Nick is on the phone. Um, good morning, Nick. Yes, good morning. Uh, and I can barely hear you, Nick. Can you speak up a little bit? <coughs> yes, good morning. Nick, now, from what I hear through Gigi and Bonnie, You've been abducted a few times, maybe more than once? That is correct. I'm, I'm in Otter Tail, by the way. Otter Tail County, okay. Yes. Um, I've been abducted um, several times. Really? I, um, it's quite, uh, quite an experience. I, um, I, I don't know when, I don't know why or how come they have chosen me, but I... Um, what do you like? What do you don't know. talk about the experience? I, I, yes. Sure what, when was the first you, time it happened? Um, probably a dozen years ago. Wow. And I, um, it was harvest time. Fall. I was, I was, I was in the field, at dusk. Okay. And I saw a, a a shiny a shiny light, and as the light came closer to me, I was. Uh, paralyzed. I couldn't move my limbs, couldn't move anything. It was uh, mystifying 
And as the light came by, there was a large um, ship that approached me. Ship? And a, 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 a door opened in a belt, like a, um, a belt, if you would see a conveyor belt, mm-hmm. um, extended, and I began walking. Not because I wanted to, because it was as if the air, some sort of force was pulling me in. Oh, drawn in like not, a magnet. Yes, I was not harmed. I did not feel any pain. It was very bright as I went into the spaceship, which promptly closed, and we had taken flight. How old were you? Uh, 17. Okay. Wow. I was almost, uh, but, um, um, a month away was going to be my birthday at 18, a full adult. Okay. And as I sat in the spaceship, um, I didn't feel alone. There were beings there morphing around, not human-like, but just beings. I, I don't, I can't describe what they, their physical appearance. It was very, um, very odd, very odd. But they actually had a physical form. It wasn't like, say, a... Um a gaseous, a gassy form, or a fog, or anything no. like that. No, they, they, they. It's as if they didn't. Have, they a soft bone structure, soft bone structure, but not. They were not gaseous. Okay. They were. Huh. Um, they were fluid-like, but they were not oh. as as if you would see an amoeba. They were. Oh. They set. There was there was some bone structure. Um, uh, inside that that kept them uh, upright. So uh, I, I don't know what bone structure mm-hmm. was, but there was something solid keeping them. But they moved as if they were underwater. They had their their movements were. What do you um, think the purpose was of them taking you? Did they experiment on you? Did you you said you weren't harmed, but did they communicate with you? Well, I said I wasn't. Um, I didn't feel pain going to the um, conveyor belt or uh, um, gaining access to the ship. I did not feel pain at that point. Um, they did have indeed have a purpose. Um, I'm not sure. It, it's not graphic or, or anything like this, but it, oh it, it was physical. Um, I, I suppose I, I'm here to tell my tale. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. The, Yes, uh, they had one specific um, action in mind, and that was, um, it, much to my surprise, uh, they were very um, enthralled with um, my, the front of my chest, my nipples. Your nipples? They, um, they, um, they collected my nipples. What do you mean they collected? <laughs> Wait, well, they... What? Um, with uh, with an uh, uh, an anesthesia, yeah, they 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 did they, they uh, cut them off? Are yeah, you they nippleless? Collected they collected them. Okay. Well, that's where the story takes a a a odd turn. They have. Just Wait, what? <laughs> okay, go yeah. on. I'm sorry. This is shocking to me, Nick. Enough. As if that weren't enough, I um. They have a um, containers 
of different uh, nipples that they've collected. Um, it's clinical. Mean? It's not like a uh, they were putting a Rubbermaid uh, tub. But oh. um, so I, my guess is they were studying these nipples of others. Now, there were many before me, and the the really intriguing thing is their study allowed the very um, advanced uh, what they planted in place of my nipples oh. was a, a seed of some sort so my nipples could grow back. Oh, oh. wow. What? So, and, and as you, this, I know it sounds very um, um, unconventional, but they have made many advances on nipples, small ones, big ones, uh, blue ones, reverse, uh, the whole thing. Reverse, A reverse you... nipple is very, um, <laughs> your eyes are drawn to reverse nipple. How does it do that? A, 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 a what? I'm sorry. This is very shocking to me, Nick, and I don't mean to laugh. Uh, this I have never heard anything like this my entire this, life. Uh, a reverse? It, it, yeah, shocking. Very shocking. Yeah. It, it is very shocking for people, but <laughs> I, I will let you know that um, this is indeed why I was um, uh, abducted many times. Now, again, many times. I was treated well. Uh, the recovery process is fantastic. They have a um, a great lounge uh, to wake up in and find food, uh, very really? good drinks. Really? Um, it, it is, uh, you're, you're treated well. It's, it was, for me, I welcomed uh, the return trips. The, the, if you, Nick, the, Nick, I have a question. I'm sorry to interrupt, but uh, if, you, if you've been back many times, do you have any idea what they do with these pickled nipples that they have? Well, I mean, do they just, Don't make just hang on to them, or what, what do they do with them? I'm not sure they um, uh, pickled them and, and made uh, chips out of them. I'm not, I don't <laughs> think they were consumed. Um, but I know that their, their admiration of the, um, not, not the whole breast, but just the, Specifically, the nipples. Sure, um, sure. They were very uh, intrigued, and of course, uh, being uh, uh, an unwilling and unwilling partner, um, I'm not sure what their end result is. Oh. But I know that um, there were buckets and buckets of nipples what? on board these ships. Oh my god! Oh my god! Nick, uh, do you consider yourself part alien now that you have alien nipples? Um, I would consider myself uh, with the in crowd, yes, for as not full alien, but um, a quorum of uh, of alien in me. Yes. So, um, do you suppose they're tracking you with with your new nipples? I'm not quite sure that that has not been addressed yet, but. Um, I, I, you, you're not allowed to uh, inquire uh, much. You're, you're almost uh, a mute yeah. as the process happens. Um, it is painful. Oh, it is. But it's quick. But it's quick. Oh. But it's quick. Um, I will say that um, coming back to Earth and, and watching their nipple grow is 
rather enticing. I, I've become consumed with looking at my nipples in the mirror every day to see what changes. Um, it's kind of like the um, chef's surprise as to what they've implanted. So you, you're eager to see what the, um, the result is. It becomes quite addicting. I, uh... It's like Christmas morning every three months, six months. You want to see what, uh, what you are given. Are you purple? Are they uh, crusty? Uh, smooth. The 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 balance of uh, potential nipples that are out there. Uh, they have gained great um, headway, shall we say? So into I am the, shocked. The, the, the most disturbing thing is the um, the most disturbing thing that I've seen on the ship is the rejected nipple pile. Uh, the nipple piles that are rejected are just disregarded. Uh, as if uh, thrown into a spittoon and 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 just sit there unattended. It's, so, that's disturbing. That's aside disturbing from, to me. So I I don't mean to disrespect you in any way, but aside from the yeah. nipples, was there anything else that was done to you? The whole purpose was to collect your nipples. Yes, and at that point, um, uh, I was very scared and nervous, and uh, I had heard stories of. Um, other abduction things that that mm, had happened, and yeah. for a split second, I was um, quite excited about that potential, but um, <laughs> it never uh, presented itself. And and those things would be an extraction of fluids, possibly. Yeah. Uh, wow. uh, maybe some light, maybe some light prodding. Is there light prodding? I'm not sure. <laughs> I mean. Prodding is prodding. I don't know. Uh, I've, I've come see, to learn. I've come to learn. Yes. I don't know. Correct. Uh, I, I wouldn't, light prodding is probably not the right. Prodding uh, is prodding. Well, I have not uh, been prodded by uh, aliens yet. Um, Nick. Uh, but I am at this point. Um, what the, I'm willing to learn. I've got so many questions. So, the, the the many abductions, do they come at night during the day? You know, there's always been this joke, how come they, these abductions happen out in the middle of nowhere, and both you and I live out in the middle of nowhere, and, and why are they always at night? Why not during the day? Uh, and then the second, my second question, if, if you get to it, have you been to a doctor? What do they say about your nips? Um, first of all, why otter tail? I, I don't. I don't know why Ottertail uh, County. I'm not sure, but I can tell you um, at night, always at night, and okay. it is a um, uh, usually away from the city lights and the city business. Um, yeah. People tend to mind their business uh, where we live. That's true. And, um, That's true. You might see a bright light. You might just think it is uh, uh, children playing with uh, Flames or uh, flares, what what have you? Right, spotlights, uh, and most, spotting deer, yep, shining. Correct. Most uh, keep to themselves, and uh, there's not many questions raised. Uh, I have learned that from the uh, right, right, gunshots the in the middle of the people. night. Yeah. Oh, what? yes, the alien Wait. people. So that's. So whenever that's, you, the nipple collection is done, what happens? You're just you you lose a sense of time. Are there moments where you don't remember part of it? You're dropped off and then it flies away. Do you wake up in your yes. bed or what? Uh, it is. Um, I liken it to um, a small, uh, quick 
procedure. Okay. But the, the, the downtime after, there is some pain, and you are you're put in the um, something similar to a lazy boy, and you recline, oh, and you are brought... Uh, uh, you're attended to with food. Boy, they uh, sure treats. are attentive. It, it sounds like uh, my post-colonoscopy uh, exams, where you just kind of <laughs> yeah. brought back into reality, and everybody's nice and gentle and oh, loving. Gosh. Yeah, I have not had that uh, uh, again. That prodding well, procedure, so I'm that, not. Uh, I can't relate that to you. Brings up a, another question. My question was: uh, uh, Doctors, well, in, do, in other words, you're telling me you have been prodded. I I have. So the, I've paid boy, for the it. wheels are the wheels are turning on this interview. I think. Yeah, yeah. Tell I, me more about it. Tell me more about it. Well, it wasn't light, uh, and it certainly wasn't just the tip. Um, but no, I want to keep stay focused on this, um, uh, Nick. Um, um, <laughs> Excuse me. Um, have you been examined by a doctor, and do you find? Um, both before the abductions begin and after, do you get sick a lot? Or are you basically a healthy person? Um, that's, I guess, my question. I, um, I'm, I'm fairly, fairly healthy. I have not seen a doctor since the um, uh, nipplectomy. Oh. Nipplectomy. Oh. We so, call it. since you were 17, you haven't seen a doctor. This is correct. I'm are rather, you? Yeah, rather, you're afraid of doctors, or what's the deal? I've been instructed not to. Um, okay. Their, oh. Their um, uh, chief uh, uh, medical person, alien, I'm not sure what to call this person. Uh, obviously, they have a... Um, uh, master chief. Maybe this is it. Yeah, I've not heard that term, but I will call mm, him the master chief. It's from a game chief. Halo. Okay. Oh. okay. This, is, uh, this is what I'll use then, the yeah, master, master chief. Yeah, master chief, it's uh, great. It gives me a full examination and has assured me that there's no uh, uh, there's no chemical or anything in my body that would um, uh, allow me to um, not disintegrate but um, uh, wear out. Everything right. is, is is my oh. body is okay. It's Deep like a fountain of youth thing. Fountain of youth thing. Uh, I have not been told that I will live forever, but um, I've been told that I'm in. Excellent shape as long as we continue uh, to provide uh, huh. new new hard nipples. It, it, if a if a doctor were to examine you and you say you spend a lot of time looking at the mirror at your new nips, would would a doctor recognize that these nipples don't fit in with the rest of your body, or do yes. they match pretty well? Like you don't get dark ones, or like ones with really like pancake areolas, or, or nips that stick way way out. Like yeah, light or like a personal pan pizza. Yes, I. Uh, in, in fact, the um, uh, I will say that um, my favorite are the pancake. Uh, oh, so you do. It, you get different ones each time. Oh, this is why the. Um, this is uh, the reason for the. Um, um, infatuation oh. of um, it, it, to see what uh, occasionally um, as the nipple grows it it may be um, uh, how do I well you don't know what you're going to get do you remember the show uh, the show um, um, Game of Thrones you oh. call this the opening oh the right yeah right where things things like mm, pop out um, you 
like a not, not like a city, but um, raised. Sometimes sure. small branches. Sure, like um, a little um, midget dill or something that sticks out. Something, yes, they uh, protrude um, would be a better word. Hmm. Right, right. That uh, that is uh, that can be problematic because uh, you, I need to wear shirts. Have you ever been tempted to pierce uh, your new nipples to see what the? I, I have been instructed by um, the master chief um, that I can um, play with them, but do not pierce them. Okay. And you I, have a I'm you have an interesting happy, accent. Um, happy to abide by yeah. that. Is this like what this accent? I I don't mean to, you know, pry into your life, but are you? What's your ancestry? Bohemian. Bohemian. Huh. Yes. Okay. Full blooded. Full blooded Bohemian. Yes, with relatives that stopped in Otter Tail County. Uh, Many years ago, okay. sure, the old ox cart. I am trail. not. These, I'm not familiar my, with that county. I'm originally from a different state. It's very so. close to me, Don. Is it? Um, yeah. yeah, very That's close to so. Douglas. I used to my visit voice. there every year when I'd go to Dead Lake. Actually, Ottertail County. Oh, Dead Lake. Yes, <laughs> very familiar. Um, beautiful well, lake. Uh, my voice has never been the same. Um, Oh, it changed. Oh, there we go. Well, I mean, you oh, were in puberty, have, or you were post-puberty. That's the, the my time. Voice was, uh, yes, very uh, little high pitch at that time, and, and my voice changes uh, nonstop um, as I um, uh, each individual visit uh, changes my voice, and yes. it, it can turn on a dime. Wow. Well, this has got to be the most fascinating interview I've ever been a part of in uh, all of my years. Um, uh, and I'm, frankly, at a loss to say anything else. Um, but I, I know there's a, a chain uh, of, of uh, friendships that have been made, and I, I, I yeah. was asked to do this specifically, and I, which is why I will not review my Ottertail location. Right. I sure. probably shouldn't even reveal uh, Ottertail County. But well, that's right. all right. A, a friend of mine, Bonnie, knows uh, our uh, a guy named uh, Goober Gump Lily, uh, Gigi, yep. and uh, Gigi's a buddy of yours, and that's that's how the connection was made. Um, Gigi is a little, um, I would say Gigi is a little off-center. Oh, yeah, and he's uh, the guy that has the chariot that he yeah the chariot that he pulls, trailer. Yeah. And I actually yeah. met Gigi for the first time at a threshing meet uh, in uh, Dalton. Um, I'm sure you know where Dalton is. Uh, yes, but again, uh, anonymity. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, Don, I'm. Well, it's very brave of you to come on our show, and thank you for your time. If uh, there would be uh, any interest in any of you um, volunteering, if you're uh, if you're possibly bored with your own nipples, um, uh, arrangements can be made for uh, a trial abduction, maybe oh. a, a visit. You I, know what? Life is short. I'll I'll go ahead and you're get happy in touch with, with you. You're happy with your nips? Or, no, or you no. Want... I, I want to change them. <laughs> Oh, you want to swap them out? Yeah. Huh. That's, so we'll get arrangements can be made. Sure, but I'll, not on the air. Not on the air. Of course no. not. Yeah. No, no, no. But yeah, that sounds um, interesting. And like I said, life is short, so let's have new experiences. Happy nipples, everybody. Happy, 
Happy nipples Happy to you nipples, too, yeah. Nick. Thank you. Okay, I need a just a second to uh, compose myself. Can we take a short break here, please? Well, my life will never be the same. Yeah, I I did get some good band names though out of that interview. <laughs> I wrote I wrote them down. If I ever start another band, yeah, uh, we we could either be potential of nipples. <laughs> the, the rejected nipples, <laughs> a quorum of aliens. <laughs> oh, or sure. Yeah. My favorite. If we're a punk band, we would be bored with my nipples. Bored with my nipples. <laughs> what about crusty nips? I, thought, yeah, I think you said crusty nips or crusty nipples. Did he, did he say bucket of nipples or bucket yeah. of rejected nipples or yeah. something like be. that? He did what because the only thing I went nipples? through. That was another good. <laughs> yeah, seed, seed nipples. nipples. A lot of nipple band. Names. I, I can't believe that you would be down. Well, of course you'd be down with this, McLean. I, I why would I doubt that? Because um, I, I kind of want to change gears here and get back to the here and now and and Earth and talk about your mental illness. What? <laughs> the, the fact that you cannot go on vacation for vac- <laughs> vacation sake to relax. Oh. I watched. I watched. There's this dumb show on one of these channels, way up there in the numbers, that talks about abandoned places. And I was watching one earlier in the week, and it was this prison, and it's this really gothic-looking, really cool prison in Ohio called Oh, I think it was just called Ohio Penitentiary. Ohio State. Okay. Yeah. And they've got this really neat old, like almost a gilded mansion, Mm -hmm. sitting in front of a big long prison behind it and they showed all the things inside and they talked about all the people that died and how each cell was supposed to just be for one person and yeah that's uh, why it was shut down and then they ended up putting two or three in each one and etc etc it's funny every show i watch about prisons uh, every prison claims to be the worst prison ever built oh right (laughs) i know because moundsville that's my favorite prison uh in or west virginia Penitentiary, yeah. 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 Um, so you've been to this. Uh, and uh, by the way, this is the same prison that you've seen in uh, Shawshank. I've never seen that movie. I, I, I hate what? Watch, what? I do not watch prison movies. I, I, because I will, you're afraid that one day you'll go to prison? Why? I, 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 I don't know. I, I watched one about uh, what's the prison in uh, the Bay out in San Francisco? Uh, Alcatraz. 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 I, I've watched Escape, Escape from, Alcatraz? from Yeah, I've watched that and Birdman of Alcatraz, yeah. and that's the only two prison movies I've ever seen. Huh. What about Chicken Run? What I, I don't is that a is that like a Burt Reynolds Dom DeLuise movie? It's a it's a kids movie about chickens trapped in a chicken farm. It's basically a kids movie about prison. Yeah. What about uh, the uh, Let's Go to Prison? That is one of my favorite movies, and people it has um, the magician from Arrested Development. That guy, what's his name? Is that the one with Will uh, Ferrell? Let's uh, go to prison. No, it's not Will Ferrell. It Will is Arnett. Dax Shepard and oh, Will right. Arnett. They okay. are yeah. they are enemies, and they end up in prison together. And um, they basically try to kill each other in there, and they also make toilet wine, and there's all kinds of great things. <laughs> <laughs> it's wine. really really stupid, but it's fun. It's I, called Kenny, Let's Go to Prison. I can't believe you've never seen Caged Women, Kenny. That's hard to believe. Uh, yeah, that's actually what I was looking up right now. That's with, um, is, is that, that with Pam, Pam Greer? Is that the Pam uh, Greer one? Because well, I did I watch a movie Pam's with the, a Pam Greer movie where she was in prison. 
Um, no, but now I got to look. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> tell us what brought you to this prison and what did you find there, Don? Um, well, it is open for paranormal teams to investigate. Yeah. And they also do like regular tours, I believe. It's been a number of years. It's been like 10 years since I've been there. I do know that when we were there, audio, uh, I had this thing I used to use. I don't really use it anymore. It's called an ovalis. And um, it's basically a data bank of words inside this thing. And it will, you can carry it around and it won't say anything for a very long time or never anything at all. Or sometimes it just starts spitting out words and it'll come up on the screen what it's saying. And I, it was so interesting because um, there was a huge fire there in the 20s or something. I think yeah. like half the prisoners died or something. Uh, 1930, April 21st, 1930, it killed 322 inmates. Oh, my God, wow. yes, yes. And Sheesh. so I remember that some of the people involved um, died by suicide after because everybody was, like, blaming them. Um, So we had those spirits coming through. We had both of their names, and I don't recall what they are. It's been a long time. And then this ovalis would, um, the things that would come up were like, help, get out, fire. And then it just repeated fire, 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 fire. Whoa, Yeah. So it's Mm. like, this is something that out of the, you know, the database of 10,000 words or whatever, it was really weird that it chose those words. It's like they were warning us. And also, we had a lot of um, recordings and EVPs of, like, people gasping for oh, air. Really? Mm-hmm. And, like, saying, help, help. Wow. So that's what we got mostly is fire stuff. Uh, that is uh, shocking. Um, but then there was also some Civil War stuff. Well... I mean, uh, 1837 to 1984, 1834 to 1984. So, yeah, through the entire Civil War, Mm -hmm. it it was up and running. Um, I remember that there's a lot of boots that march through. Like like you'll hear audibly with your ears, like stomping of boots, like people marching. And they say that that has to do something with the Civil War. Starting in 1897, 315 prison inmates were executed in the electric chair in the prison. Uh, In 1885, it became the site of state executions that had been uh, held in other places during the state. Both men and women were electrocuted between 1897 and 1963 Mm -hmm. uh, when the death penalty was finally halted in Ohio. What what part of Ohio is this in? Close to Columbus? Uh, Matsfield? Mansfield. I, I, Mansfield. Yeah, I don't know what part of the state that is. Oh, I can't remember where we flew in. Maybe Columbus? Yeah, so that would be the northeast side, kind of yeah. south of uh, d- the Detroit area, right? Mm-hmm. Somewhere around there. So when you watch um, Shawshank, do you recognize places that you had been in there? Yes. Um it's really in disrepair, though. I mean, it's di- way different from when they filmed Shawshank. Right. I've seen, yeah, I've had a couple of members from my paranormal team go there in the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, and it's, or I think, three years ago now because of the pandemic. But 
it looks way different. I mean, it's amazing how something can go into disrepair so quickly. Yeah. Just well, paint peeling everywhere. It's a scary looking place. Can you imagine, not to sound like a dad in that uh, commercial, don't be your parents, but can you imagine the cost and the upkeep just to keep a place like that looking pleasant? Never oh, mind, yeah. you know, never mind the electricity and the plumbing and everything else. Right. Uh, would you be open to going on assignment if it wouldn't cost you anything? Yeah. Am I going to a haunted location? You, I think yes. you are. Uh, I can't confirm that it's been haunted. It is haunted, but I've, whenever I've been there, uh, I get a really eerie kind of somber sense. Um, Fort Snelling, you know where Fort Snelling is down yeah. by the airport? Uh-huh. It's located on the bluffs right above where the Mississippi and the Minnesota meet. And down below at um, river level is a place called Pike Island. Okay. And Pike Island in the, um, it was 1860s, wasn't it, John? First of all, Fort Snelling and Pike Island and all of that was purchased from the Dakota um, by uh, Zebulon Pike. So mm-hmm. Pike Island isn't named for a fish, it's named for uh, Zebulon. Um, and in the 1600s, uh, I think it was 1862, there was a three-week, what history has chosen to call the Dakota War. It was also during the Civil War, but there was um, basically the Indian agents up here weren't feeding the Dakota people. The Dakota people were hungry and starving and rebelled and came after the whites. And uh, for a period of time there, there was what we call the Dakota War, uh, resulting in hundreds of deaths of both white people and Native Americans, including Native Americans that the, the crackers had convinced to um, forego your way of life, turn yourselves into farmers, be one of us. And the, the natives that went along with that also killed in the Dakota War I, this, by white people. It, this is, I know, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion, but there Give it, give uh, it. I, I, this enrages me. Yeah, It does. Here. Okay, so <laughs> anything, here. everything we did to the Native Americans is just, I mean, yeah. it's up there with the Holocaust. A- absolutely, without it's, a doubt. I feel the same way. More than embarrassing. It's, yeah. So Pike Island was used as an internment camp during or right after the uh, the Dakota War, where we um, we held uh, like fifteen sixteen hundred people, women, men, old men, children, were all held in uh, this this island in this camp right below the fort. Uh, it was during the winter; conditions were harsh, and to make things worse, uh, cholera struck. So there was disease going around the camp, and I've read stories about. The natives being so scared of what the the settlers at the time would do that when their children died, they would dig up their fire pit in the middle of their lodge, their mm-hmm. teepee, bury their children, and then restart the fire on top of it. Mm. And so I, I have all of this in the back of my head as I go through this. Is it, it's walking trails down there, and it's just it's eerie. Uh, and I've always wondered what people like you. Um, you paranormal experts, what you would pick up down there. And, and I'm assuming you'd have to do it dur- during the day. Um, I, d- I don't know if you can get down there at night. I think you can. I don't know if it's safe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Am I allowed there? Is it illegal <laughs> to be down there? No, no, it's legal. And there's tra- uh, paved paths. There, okay. might, there might be signs that say closed after 10 p.m. or 8 p.m., but I don't think there's anybody around to enforce it. Okay. Are there um, vagrants? 
Th- that's what I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I've only been there during the day. I would ride my bike down there. There's also bike trails everywhere around there. But when you get onto Pike Island itself, you have to park your bike and walk or walk your bike. You, you're not supposed to ride down there. How but do you I, get to the island? You can, if if you want, you can take your bike down a long, long ra- old abandoned railroad track from Minnehaha Falls, or you can drive your car right to Fort Snelling and walk down the steep uh, paved trail. Uh-huh. Okay. So so it's it's either way, but it's very, very accessible. Okay. And I believe there's also a parking lot down there. You can drive down there, and you access that by the airport, I think maybe by uh, Post Road. Okay. So there's three different ways you can get down there. Um, but I'd love maybe later in the summer when it warms up and it's nice for you to just take a nice relaxing day and go down there and just tell me what you feel and sense. It'd yeah. be a lot of it'd be. I'm, a lot. I'm more evidence based. I mean, what I, I know feel, you are. You know, I, I know you are, some... <laughs> but but you still have these feelings and you sense things that the rest of us don't yeah i just um recently when i went to the other prison the moundsville um my friend from my paranormal group neil he sent me a clip of a part of when we were in this part of the prison and i say um we're just like setting up some stuff and i say i i just heard my name and then they were like really and i'm like yeah and I haven't listened to that part of my tape yet, but he found on his that my name is in there. Something mm. says Dawn. But you can barely hear it. And how anybody could hear that with their ears, I don't know. Because it's faint. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I have this thing with hearing them. Yeah. It's weird. Wow. I have a clip of it. I'll send it to Ross, and maybe we can play it next week. That, yeah, do that. Yeah. Well, I wonder if you could actually schedule something with your team and the mm-hmm. park service or whoever runs it and actually do it on the up and up so you wouldn't have to sneak around down there. No, that's true. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's all I brought to the table. I uh, think that's great. Yeah. This week. Uh, unless you want to talk about a lady who popped her eyeball out giving birth. Oh my I God! Are that. you kidding? Oh God! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> we, the hell? Maybe oh. maybe we'll use that oh, as a tease for for next week. <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh, that'll give me a week to prepare myself. <laughs> <laughs> Coming next week on the Krabby Coffee Shop, a gal pops an eyeball while giving birth. Thanks for listening, folks. We appreciate it. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcast.